So we always talk about building a business, starting a business, building a brand, all that stuff. All the things that happen in the beginning and a how-to, right? But we don't really ever talk about what happens in the middle. What happens if you're two years in, three years in, and you're finding that maybe you're plateauing or maybe that you're looking for ways to grow? Well, our next guest, Irina, her company does just that. She conducts business assessments and she helps businesses figure out ways to save money, to maybe look at their business and pivot, or even new ways to expand and grow. She gives us really important questions we need to be asking ourselves in this interview. And on top of it, if you head over to SoSheSlays.com, she actually put together a quiz, a little assessment to figure out if you actually need a business assessment. So head over there. It's under nine ways to know your business needs an assessment. And also just take a listen to this because she really kind of goes into depth about the top mistakes people are making when it comes to their business and what you should actually be showing up to your assessment with. Hey, Slay Nation. It's your host, Heather. I'm back with another podcast episode. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about your business. Um, And we always talk about, you know, starting a brand, starting a business, entrepreneurship, so on and so forth. But we never really talk about what happens in the middle of your business, like after you've executed it, after you've been in business for a little while. What happens when you plateau or you're searching for ways to grow, but you have no idea? Well, our next guest, Irina, please introduce yourself because you're going to help us answer these questions today. Hi, everyone. My name is Irina, and I come from a super entrepreneurial background in merchandising and product development. Um, I myself have launched two companies over the last, uh, I would say, 10-something years, and I've also been consulting for Fortune 500 companies as well as startups in their product and service space. Yeah, that's great. And you know what? You were actually introduced to me as a merchandising architect, which I did not even know was a thing. Um, Definitely key, like, you know, we coined the phrase over here. Um, And I kind of want to know exactly what a merchandising architect is. (laughs) That's an amazing question. Pretty much I develop products from the ground up. Um, When I work with companies, I assess kind of their business strategy and we put together a guideline of products that could work for that business. So it could be a service oriented business, not really in the product space, but after an assessment, they kind of, we kind of figure out that like, let's say a skincare line could work for them or, you know, um, I don't know, uh, a, a, a clothing line, or yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so, I mean, basically, you know, it sounds like you you look at businesses and you look for opportunities in which they can grow or develop more or scale or something like that, right? Exactly. Oh, okay. So, I know that you have an entrepreneurial background. What are the businesses that you've already launched and what are some lessons that you've learned that actually help you in in doing the work that you're doing now as a consultant? Sure. So uh, one of my first businesses that I launched is a travel company, actually. And I used to travel as a kid when I when I was, you know, like uh, 15, 14 years old with my parents. They used to take me everywhere. And I just loved the whole idea of traveling, being in a new place, learning about cultures and whatnot. 
And that's kind of like what enforced me to create experiences through products because I found everything to be an experience. So I actually started developing products alongside that business. And at the time I was actually enrolled in my master's degree for fashion merchandising and product development. Um, so that's one of the companies. Yeah. <laughs> um, my second company is a subscription box. It's called Lux Catch. And uh, basically on a monthly basis, we send a box of designer items that are discounted off of retail. That's awesome. Okay. So you, you're kind of in both spaces. You've done a lot of product stuff. Um, <clears throat> so what are the, I guess, lessons learned? that has totally, you know, enhanced your ability to kind of look at all different types of businesses. Um, and, and what are some of the businesses that you work with cur currently? Because I know that they're not all product-based. Sure. So one of my key lessons and something that I just take everywhere, and it's a part of my mission, is creating experiences, creating customer journeys. And it's like basically seeing kind of the flow of the customer, um, you know, since basically an inception of like, let's say, you know, your marketing material or walking into a store, like, are they greeted? Um, you know, what did they see first? You know, like what kind of uh, takeaways are, are you offering the customer? And all of those things are so important because they build loyalty. Um, and they ensure that the customer does come back and that they have an amazing experience and they tell their friends about you. Um, and in terms of the types of companies that I'm currently working with, so, you know, given that I also come from like the tourism industry, I just, I'm obsessed with travel. I'm sure we can all say that we love to travel. Um, I'm actually working with a hotel brand right now to design a sustainable uh, brand of um, apparel for one of their locations. So okay. it's pretty exciting. Yeah. Okay. So definitely um, you have a vast background in a lot of this stuff. And I think for our listeners, I mean, if you've been in business for a hot second and you kind of feel like, all right, we've plateaued or don't really know areas in which to grow, how do we go about answering this question? That's an amazing question, um, especially once you've already been doing the work day in, day out. Um, one thing that I've found in my experience is that you have to assess the business performance and not just from one area, but from all the areas. Could be from marketing, from human resources, from finance, and it's an overall review. Um, most companies, um, it's recommended that they do at least two of these per year. And it pretty much goes through everything that you do, your business activity, your, you know, your advertising, your, your spending, you know. Um, and it really is a guiding light that pretty much like helps you propel further. How do you go about like what what in what's involved in this investment in this assessment? Like what are the questions that we should be asking ourselves? Sure. So um, some of the questions are, you know, how long are you in business for? For instance, if you're in business for 
three years or more and you've never done an assessment, that's a big red flag. You absolutely need one. Um, you know, if uh, let's say you have to make, you have to see if your marketing is in alignment, if you're finding your ideal customers, um, if, you know, once you're doing outreach, you're seeing that, you know, they're not connecting with your messaging, that could be an area that you could further develop. Uh, there's a variety of of different ways that you can look at an assessment. Okay, so let's go ahead and let's talk about these questions a little bit. And for all of you listening, um, Irina was great and she put together a quiz for you. If you would like to get this quiz, uh, go check out our website at sosheslays.com. It'll be under uh, Real Talk. And it's going to be, it's, it's a nine ways assessment, nine ways to tell if you need an assessment. It's a quiz that has um, answers with it as well. So I would go and take the time and look that over. If you're kind of pondering whether or not you maybe even need an assessment or the questions that you need to be asking yourself, we're going to go over a few here, but um, just so that you guys have some time with that, uh, definitely go check that out on our website. Now, I want to talk about, you know, we talked about when we might need an assessment, you know, three years, we haven't had an assessment, you probably need one. Um, What other question, like, what other questions should we be asking? Does, you know, do finances come into play? Does hiring come into play? You know, growth plans, that kind of stuff. Like, what else should we be asking? Absolutely. Finances is a big thing. Um, Profit is a big thing. Um, The second question actually on the list asks, what percentage are you profiting annually? And a good benchmark to go by is about 15%. That is average. Um, And that means that you are growing well. Anything under that should be assessed. So that's one of the questions. Another question is, are are you going by a three, five or 10 year growth plan? Um, You know, every company should have some sort of a guiding principles. You know, if you have a business plan, you can develop a three year, five year or 10 year plan from a business plan. Um, But that's always very necessary. And if you don't have that, that's also something to look for. Yeah. And how do you tell, um, because I know marketing is a huge thing. Um, how do you tell if you're actually connecting with your ideal clients or not? Well, so everybody has a customer avatar. Everyone should have some sort of like a benchmark of like their ideal customer that, you know, they would like to service. And, you know, once you get in line with that customer, you have to see if they're responsive to your messaging. You know, are they, um, are they attracted by it? You know, are they responding and um, asking questions? Um, you know, all of that really matters. Yeah. And I also know too, that like, um, you know, when, when you do get a client in, like, I guess my question for that would just kind of be like, 
what are what are the things and the mistakes that you see your clients making when it comes to this marketing thing? Because I know a lot of people um, think they're hitting their ideal client, but they're not. And they kind of don't understand why it's not their ideal client. That's a great question. Um, I think one of the problems is that people think that, oh, because I'm not hitting them, that I should automatically be spending more. That's not a reason to be spending more. That's where the assessment comes into play. Um, and it kind of goes through all the knots and bolts that, you know, could affect your business, you know, the advertising, the social media. I can begin to tell you how many companies I run into that don't even do social media. What? Are you serious? In today's yeah. day and age, they don't even do social media? I feel <laughs> like that is the number one thing you should be doing. I like in this day and age. <laughs> Agreed. Um, what are some other things that you're seeing clients, um, that are getting assessments really fail at or making mistakes that they need to get more knowledge in? Sure. So operating in a one way, you know, and what I mean by that, um, is that, you know, since they started business, they've just doing things in one way and not adapting to the market demand or not asking their customers of really important questions, you know, not, not surveying users, you know, all of and those what, what things. What kind of questions do you think the clients should be asking their users? Because I know that there's going to be some people who are like, well, I've just been doing it for so long this way. And I mean, we're good. We make good money or whatever. So why should I change it? Well, sure. I mean, that's understandable, but, you know, with the market kind of shifting all over the place every so often, you know, um, it's really hard to kind of hold on to customers these days, if you know what I mean. Yeah, the you loyalty. Know, and absolutely. And because of that, you know, the opportunities are kind of found everywhere. You know, like people often get scatterbrains and they can shop your site, but then they can shop somebody else's site. You know, and, you know, buy products from a, um, you know, a competitor of yours that, you know, you, you wouldn't be really happy about, you know. Um, so I guess what I mean is that, you know, the, you know, clients should be able to um, adapt with the times and survey their customers. And it's as simple as like just sending like a, you know, a link to like a Google forms and, you know, asking questions, you know, what was your last purchase? Like, you know, what did you enjoy about that purchase? Um, you know, did you like the overall, um, you know, look of the products that arrived in the mail or, you know, whatever it is, you know, cause that's important. The packaging is important. So things like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, which is really smart on top of it because you, you know, you want to make your customers happy. Now, when it comes to assessments in itself, uh, when companies come to you, what exactly are they looking for? They're looking kind of like of an overview of what's going on. You know, I think of um, assessments kind of like as a doctor checkup, like, you know, when you need to go to the doctor and you don't know what's wrong with you or 
you know, you just want to make sure that everything is a-okay, you know, you go to a special doctor, whether it's your primary care physician or optometrist or whoever it is, you know? So I think of it the same way. Um, some companies come because they know that they're due for an assessment. They know that they have actually implemented assessments into their annual strategy. They know that they need that. So some companies come two to four times a year. They have it already planned out. Um, and we basically, you know, we work from there. Um, and some companies, they don't exactly have it implemented into their overall strategy. And that's okay. We can start at any point in time, um, you know, and pretty much assess everything that's going on. And it's probably a good idea that you're not like just starting a business or anything like that, that you have a little bit of, I would say like time and data under your belt. I'm sure that helps you, correct? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I've had experience in all, in all the facets of, you know, from hiring to marketing to, you know, to design to, you know, and that really does help. But my team is also amazing. I, I work with a team of amazing visionaries. And I could say that we have a combined um, industry knowledge of about 30 years just across businesses of all types. Oh, wow. So, I mean, you have a vast background. When people come to you, what are the top questions that they like ask you? And fears, I would say, because I think if they've been around for a hot second, they haven't had an assessment, they might be a little, a little apprehensive. The main question that they come to me with is how can I grow? Essentially, everybody wants to grow. They want to get to that next stage of whatever that is. Um, and overall, they just want to see that they're doing okay. And there's an opportunity in there somewhere for them to you know, grow even, even more. And I would say out of all the companies that you've, you know, done work with, you've assessed, what are the top ways in which, you know, people can grow, but don't realize that they can? Sometimes it's something so simple as like making a very small tweak in your marketing or, um, you know, in terms of finances, you know, appropriating certain funds, you know, taking certain funds out of places where they don't belong that saves like, you know, five, six figures just easily, you know? So it's things like that. Yeah, so it kind of sounds like that you do a little bit of a deep dive into the intricacies of what make up the business itself. Um, final words of wisdom here when it comes to, uh, preparing for assessments, what should people come to assessments prepared with? That's a great question. Um, the way that I work with assessments is I normally send out a questionnaire, uh, to start with. And this questionnaire pretty much asks them a lot of questions about their business that's prior to us even sitting down and doing a full day kind of like, you know, a uh, run through um, of everything that they've been working on. So it's a pretty intensive deep dive, I'd say, 
And overall, it takes us about two to four weeks to pretty much distribute an overall, you know, review of the company, where it's at and where it could go. Which is wonderful for all of us who are looking to, you know, grow our business and know just how to do it uh, effectively. Uh, because I know that there's a lot of trial and error when people go into business and it's a lot of, you know, okay, well, let's just see if this works. So if you can kind of get, I would say a little bit more concrete of an answer rather than just like throwing spaghetti at a wall to see if it sticks, uh, I'm sure you'll save a lot of time, effort and energy as well as money. (laughs) Agreed. Agreed. Absolutely. Um, Irina, where can people follow you, find you, get in touch with you? That's an amazing question. Um, Our website is about to launch. So unfortunately, I can't give you that yet. Um, They can follow me on LinkedIn. My name is Irina Volfson. You could also find me on um, Instagram, um, same name. Um, And can follow also the companies if you want to find those. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And I hope Slay Nation, you got a little bit of, you know, info when it comes to maybe doing an assessment with your business and seeing exactly how, you know, things might be able to grow in your favor. Until next time, thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you later.